Cosmic Canvas Studio presents We're so bad at adventuring We're not good at it We're so bad at adventuring We're not very good at it We're so bad at adventuring We're really not very good at it Well, after weeks and weeks and weeks of hard work, determination, and proper application of physics, we have finally gotten both of our hands free of the same pickle jar. Yep, that pretty much sums up the last year of our lives. Nothing else to say about it, really. So, what were we doing? I have the vaguest feeling like I was on the verge of some kind of life-changing experience. You know, that whole journey of the self type thing. Right, right. Something involving a water fountain? The waters of rescue, that's right. We had just passed the glade of please don't put your hands in that pickle jar, no matter how tempting it is. Right, checking the map. Here, we're at the Valley of Thinly Veiled Allegory. Look at it, Bob. The valley, in all of its blatant, onion-skinned, allegorical splendor. That, uh, that valley has definitely seen better days. We've started house fires more beautiful than this valley. Everything's all decrepit and decayed. But no matter. According to our map, the waters should be barely a day's journey from here. Who knows what wacky hijinks we'll run into each step of the way. Oh no, Bob. I'm not going to let an entire season of idiocy derail me once more. Today is the day I get what I want. Day one. I'm strolling all the way there. No interludes, no monsters interrupting me, and certainly no sudden changes of heart. Me plus waters of rescue equals Thornwick's journey coming to an instant and gratifying end. So, uh, do you know anything about these waters other than the fact that they hydrate you? I'm assuming they'll make me ten years younger, put twenty pounds of muscle mass on me, and fix that weird clicking in my jaw. And I think there's something about spiritual fulfillment, too. But frankly, I've not been paying that much attention due to all the immaterial things I've been chasing. Like fulfillment and finding a higher meaning in life. I normally chase after wagons! Problem is, I have no idea what to do when I catch them! Because it's hard to deal with the reality of always wanting and never really finding? No, because the guards who get out of the wagons are usually very, very violent. Good point. Well, whew. Onward. This is it. The big one. No diversions. Right, Bob? Bob. Ah! The evil Pterodactyl King has captured me and is dragging me far, far away to his island where you'll have to overcome six trials of the soul to save me! Damn it, Bob! I keep telling you to stop sending him letters with your current address. Oh, there. 
We defeated the Pterodactyl King and got you a P.O. box to avoid him taking ire to taunting letters and finding you. Best nine weeks of my life. No more diversions. Let's go to the waters of rescue. Here I come. Charge! Well, this valley has really seen better days. You'd think trees growing around a fountain of life-sustaining water would be greener. Or at the very least, not sobbing. Damn weepy trees. Stop bumming us out. This is supposed to be my moment of life change. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Crap, it's a talking tree. And what's the slogan? If it can talk, it can kill. Run, run, Bob. In any and all directions. Except for the directions involving trees. Those are all directions. We trees once witnessed beauty and song. Oh great, they're singing. And I don't have my banjo to accompany them. The land flourished and grew as he walked. But they took his words and hid them. They stripped Calvar's cross piece by piece and buried them deep within the earth. Calvar? That name. I remember it. That's the guy who tried to steal our kidneys, right? No, he was the dude who wanted you to go to the waters of rescue, and then you blew him off while also insulting him. Oh, right. You don't think he's mad, do you? And hella vengeful? I hope so. Go further if you wish, but seal your heart, for the path has been stolen. What does that mean? It means these trees didn't make their monthly payments to the Pathfinding Society and had their trails, roads, and walkways repossessed. Damned trees, always refusing to pay the Pathfinding Society. Without them, how would we find paths? By looking down, that is so much work for the neck. So much work. Well, let's keep moving and ignore these weeping slash probably murderous trees. Okay, past the weeping trees, follow the repossessed path. Here, the brick bridge to the waters of rescue. Ooh, is the bridge hidden behind this giant ravine completely cutting us off from the fountains on the other side? Hmm. Odd. It says there should be a bridge here, but there isn't. That's because, Thornwick, the bridge is in your heart. You have to believe. Take the walk of faith, leap into the ravine, and prove that you truly believe. Believe what? I don't know, that there's an invisible bridge there. Why not just throw a rock to check? Because it's clearly a rock-resistant Invisibridge! I have the feeling that you're just trying to egg me on. Tricking me into leaping to a ravine. And while that might have worked at every single ravine we've been to since we started this journey, I think today might be different. Fine, I'll go first and everyone will think I'm the faithful one. Not if I leap first with both feet at the same time with no regard to testing way. Ha! You fell down a ravine. Again. Ah, classic Bob. Okay, we tried running and jumping only to tumble down the massive ravine. 
We tried building our own bridge, but gave up the moment it collapsed under our own weight, plunging us into the ravine. We tried throwing rope across, only for the rope to fall into the ravine. And surprisingly, our boots of ravine plunging did not let us fly over the ravine, and instead sent us straight down said ravine. Think, Bob. We did not come all this way to be foiled by a measly 100-foot gap. Man, I came all this way to watch you get mangled and fall down ravines. So as far as I'm concerned, this is what victory looks like. Go Team Thornwick and also Bob! Hmm, perhaps my spellbook would have something to help us, provided that it too wasn't at the bottom of the ravine. It won't work. What? Who's there? Don't rob us. We're way too rich to be broke now. Seriously, our magical items are what define us and give us joy. Taking all of our stuff will make us uninteresting. Studies show that being poor will make Thornwick and also Bob very unhappy. I'm not here to rob you two, but I would suggest maybe not wearing all of your gold necklaces at the same time. Hey, being able to move your neck left to right is for poor people. Hey, I recognize you. You're that Calavar jerk, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I am. Well, sweet deal. Then you can make a bridge appear, or whatever. Come on, Chop Chop. Open the way to the waters of rescue. Yeah, we're getting bored just standing here in front of a giant hole. And when Bob gets aboard, he gets a shoving. I fear that I cannot create the bridge, for I had already done so long ago. I entrusted my followers, the Watchers of the Way, also known as Calabarians for future classification, to guard the sacred bricks, forming the pathway to the waters. And the moment you turned your back, BAM! They pawned all of your bricks off at Rick's Bricks and Sticks Discount Brickery. I was prices are just too good to pass up. They did not pawn these bricks at Rick's. Instead, each group, one by one, claimed a better way to bring people to the waters. Rather than create a wide path for all to come, they insisted on taking brick after brick to build their own bridges elsewhere. So they robbed you? You really should have hired some security. Seriously, like a bouncer or something. Or at the very least, you could have a sign that says, please don't remove the bricks. I am sorry, Thornwick. Long have you tarried to reach this place, to reach this moment. And now that your heart is ready, I fear those who call themselves Watchers in my name have shattered the path. They held the key and refused you entry into the kingdom, just as they refused themselves. So now what? We give up and start that bed and breakfast. Wait a second. Oh no. This has all the trappings of a quest, doesn't it? Multiple bricks, each group controlling a brick. No, no, Calavar, don't say it. You must, Thornwick. To reach this place, find the bricks on your own, recover them, and rebuild the bridge so you may finally reach what you seek. No, anything but that. Please, I'll donate money. I'll stop Bob from throwing rocks at owls. Don't make me go on another long, idiotic quest where Bob and I get routinely injured for 11 to 12 weeks before we get to another crappy cliffhanger. Yeah, with increasingly large chunks of time in between our adventures. I am sorry. It was never meant to be like this. You must find all 12 bricks. Twelve bricks for an entire bridge? That is one flimsy bridge. Seriously, what is it, a baby bridge? Infant bridges are the worst. Seriously, they're always crying about something. It is the way, Thornwick. You have come so close, 
and the journey will be long, and frankly, full of bees. Prepare yourself. Calivar, wait. Before you fade away just as mysteriously as you appeared, I have a question. I was actually just hanging out by that tree over there. What's the question? Is it worth it? It is. I have come to bring you life, and to bring it more abundantly. By drinking the waters, you shall find me. What about corn chips? Where can we find those? I have some of those too, but they're on the use-by date, and I'm not sure if the grocery store meant to throw them out on this day or if this is the last day they're good. I mean, every store is different. Who can know what lies within the heart of man's grocery policies? If you want to take the risk, have at it, Bob. Score! You really are a messianic figure. Um, nom, 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 nom. Very well. Yet another side quest to embark upon. Technically, it's the main quest. I don't know why you haven't figured it out yet. If it gets us closer to our goal, it's part of the main quest. You said that about that catapult you rigged up, remember? And was I wrong? Yes, Bob. But I have the chiropractor's bill to prove it. You must go and collect all 12 bricks, Thornwick. Normally, I'd give you instructions on where to go, but I have a feeling you won't hear me at all. Thanks, I got these shoes at Vince's. They do make me look handsome, don't they? I shall bestow upon you both a single boon for the task. What do you ask of me? I already got mine, thanks. You sure? Go throw yourself down a ravine. Bob, be nice to the allegorical savior. He's helping us. Man, all he's doing is wasting both of our times. You said you'd be nice on this journey. I said I'd be nice to you. Oh, good point. Well, any idea where to go first? That I cannot tell you, for they hide from my true face, Thornwick, opting instead to cover themselves in clothing that looks like me. Huh? In other words, they are posers to the highest degree, and they pose so hard that I cannot find them anymore. But... Maybe you will find what you seek at the town of Redbridge, famous for its lack of red bridges. Oh, I know how to get there. Great, let's start there. Oh, and for my boon, can I have a horse made of solid gold that can also open pickle jars? It is in my power to grant you this, but I don't think I'm going to. You know, in fact, I'm taking back my boon offer, not out of spite, but mainly for your safety. And to keep the damage you two will cause to the valley to a minimum. Good luck, my children. So I'm just saying, you could carry the bricks since I'm the one who's looking for them. It's a two-man job. This is your quest, therefore you carry the brick bag. But it's so heavy when full of bricks. Speaking of which, why is that brick bag empty? A brick eater got in and ruined the whole batch. Damn brick eaters, always eating bricks and children when they run out of bricks, which I guess is probably a bit worse than the brick eating. At least 20% worse! So, I guess we're back on the road again. What did you think was gonna happen? This is what being an adventurer is, man. You're always moving from one place to the other. I thought, I don't know, that it would be different. I figured as soon as I got there, I'd get the waters and 
Bam. Story over. Job well done. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, but if we didn't go on an adventure, what would we be so bad at? Lawn care, I guess? Exactly, and nobody wants to hear about that. So gear up. Let's do this. You seem oddly encouraging for someone who thinks I'm an idiot for going down this path. Hey man, after last season, I'm just glad we're friends. And the world hasn't been destroyed by your high level of ambition, but weak level of managerial skills. Oh right, I forgot that I was posed to become the one bane of mankind. So where are we headed? Redbridge isn't too far from here, it's about 8 miles to the east. Is there a main road there, or... Nope. So how do we get there? Get where? To Redbridge. Don't look at me. Bob, you explicitly told me not ten minutes ago you knew how to get to Redbridge. Okay. And now it turns out that you have no clue? Yep. Why did you tell me you knew how to get there? I figured that I'd notice the town before you did, and I'd just say, See? I told you I knew where it was. But we were with a guy who could have told us where it was. Not unless he, too, was lying about knowing where it was. He was our spirit guide. He had no reason to lie. Look, man, I can't handle the pressure of not getting us immediately lost, okay? So I just always make sure we're lost instantly. That way I never disappoint you. Bob, all you do is disappoint me when I ask you for directions. And frankly, I don't understand how this keeps happening when you know the end result from the beginning. Oh, wait. I did set myself up for this, didn't I? I blindly believed that you actually knew a location, despite the fact that you once led me into a cave and tried to convince me it was my hometown. And if those cannibal mushrooms had played along, we'd still be having tea with your portobello parents. Damn it, Bob! So we lost on my journey to being found? Come on! Why does every season start like this? It's called a running theme! Like our theme of running heedlessly! Actually, we have a heed this time. Does heed mean jar of jelly beans? Because then we are definitely heedless. Damn it, we just bought those too! I blame the jelly bean crows. Well, I guess we'll just start looking for a brick holder somewhere. How about that big tower over there? I mean, towers are usually full of treasure and stuff that wants to kill us, right? If we're lucky. You two, why are you trying to break into this tower? Now, what would give you the impression that we were trying to break in? It can't be a robe, because that's for skip roping. And it's chilly, so you can rule our ski masks right out. And these hammers are meant only for the novelty hammering of tiny anvils. And this flute of door opening is, um, for opening doors that are already unlocked. Damn it, Bob, I think we had him convinced until you blew the flute line. You said don't blow the flute. Well, blow it now, before it's too late. <laughs> it's not working. Bob, this is why I told you to take flute lessons before our next big adventure. My lips get so tired from all this fluting and flouting. So not only are you two breaking into the soul tower that I'm in charge of guarding, but you are now admitting to the use of illegal magical items? Since when a magic flutes that can open any and all doors with a simple toot illegal? Yeah, next you're gonna say these goggles of looking through shower doors that we found earlier today are also illegal. Guards, guards, 
grab. He's calling his many, many allies, who will most likely remain silent while he does most of the talking. Oh no, here they come now. So many of them, yet so silent. Now, you have two options. You can surrender your illegal artifacts peacefully and pay a hefty fine, or we can just beat you until we're good and tired, then take the artifacts and fine you anyway. Excuse me, but under the Valorian Magical Artifact Law, Article 2, Subsection B, liability for fires started with a magical item rests solely on the wizard who made the item and not the guy who was waving it around yelling, Look at me! I'm a wizard! What? What? That was the only law I actually know verbatim. Let me handle this, Bob. Sir, Mr. Tower Keeper, allow me to explain. We're adventurers. Adventurers? Yes, and so that makes us exempt from all your basic laws and rules. Normally, you'd arrest two heavily armed men ravaging through anything they can get their hands on, but since we also occasionally fight monsters and do quests, there is no reason to call the police on us. That sounds like... sounds like... outsider speak! Oh great, this is nearly all over again. Guards, arrest these men for the greatest crime of all, being outsiders in the Valley of Thinly Veiled Allegory. Not so fast! Behold, as I play the banjo of instant organ liquidation! You know, Thornwick, maybe these should be illegal. I'm... Uh, does that really liquefy organs? Why don't you come and find out? That's right. Now who's afraid of who? You brutes have no chance against our magical artifacts, and also my immense spells, which I have, and will use, once Bob is done with his banjo bluff. Thornwick, I'm not bluffing. What? Yeah, I meant to grab the banjo of bluffery, but uh, grab the wrong one. And uh, my fingers are kind of stuck in the strings, so the moment I try to move, uh, Everyone's gonna have a really, really bad morning. Crap. Run! Run! All of you! You just said he was bluffing. Where are you going? Out of range of the attack! We, uh, um, uh, we better go too. Haha! <laughs> My clever plan worked! They're all gone, Thornwick! You can come back now! Were you bluffing? Yes. Are you sure? P positive. Now is not the time for goofing, Bob. Recent advances in the medical science field have concluded that some, or most, of our internal organs are necessary to healthy daily living. So answer me this. Are you, or are you not, wielding a weapon that could instantly kill me if you pulled your fingers out wrong? Are we still talking about the banjo or my ring of brain popping? The banjo, obviously. <laughs> We're here! Inside this big random tower! Not random, Bob. You see, we'll scale to the top and then get a good bird's eye view of the lab. This will allow us to take note of everything interesting we see. Then we can go to the areas that have quests and missions, or maybe even find a collectible or two. Are you still reading from that handbook? Vince's Little Adventurer Princes is a bestseller, Bob. It teaches all the tricks to adventuring properly. Tall towers automatically lead to high-level map 
awareness. And since you, the team's scout, are incapable of leading me anywhere other than a trap, I have no other recourse than to follow this book verbatim. And so we broke into this tower for that? Rather than just ask the tower keeper if we could just come up and have a look-see? Did you see the fee posted on the wall, Bob? Five gold pieces per adventurer? I don't think so. That's highway robbery! Without the highway! Exactly! Now then, let's get to scaling. Have you ever seen a more magnificent view, Bob? Look at the entire valley. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. Why aren't you in a better mood? I'd figured you'd be excited to dive off the top of this tower the moment it would seem inappropriate, and therefore funny. Eh, this place brings back a lot of bad memories for me. Just move past it. Very well. I shall respect your privacy and foreshadowing of your past finally being revealed. Now then, let's just take a look through these adventure vision goggles. Bob! Bob! Look at- Oh my! Bob! One of the villages is on fire! Fire? Now we're talking! Is it a level 4 blaze? No, it's just starting. Men in blue and black armor crowding up villages and- putting them into wagons. And look, there's a man there, ordering these men to do his evil bidding. I wanna see, move over. No way, I paid the copper piece, I get to use the binoculars. Thornwick, I will say this once and only once. I'ma stab you. Ouch. You think a mere flesh wound will stop me from goggle hogging? <laughs> ha, try again, pal. Unless you're willing to hit a vital organ, I'm not moving. This isn't fair. Come on, please let me look. Shush, Bob. This man has a banner on his back. It's a symbol of a brick. I'm willing to bet he's one of the brick keepers. Oh, getting woozy from the blood loss. Move over and get life-saving medical attention. I'd rather die than give up my remaining ten seconds. Oh, which may be a possibility. Ha! Dang it! The timer just went off. And I don't have any coins. <sighs> Sometimes I think I stab you for nothing, Thornwick. Now, where are those healing potions? How the hell am I supposed to know what an artery is? Aren't you a spearman? Shouldn't you know what an artery is and then also be aiming for them at all times? Look, I said I'm sorry, okay? Sometimes I forget that jamming a long stick with a metal point into your soft, exposed rib cage is considered impolite. Extremely. Now then, what's the plan? Plan? For what? For saving the village, Bob. We're adventurers, and this is clearly a quest hook. Those evil brick-takers are capturing all of those people, and we have to put an end to it. Is... am I talking to Thornwick? Ah, crap. We haven't done a doppelganger password in forever. Oh, what was the last one? I'm not a doppelganger, Bob. Remember, I had to make a choice last season. Good or selfishness. 
and I choose to be good. And despite my severe buyer's remorse, I may as well commit to the whole good guy thing. Huh, well, what do you know? Besides, shouldn't you, of all people, be rushing in to save these poor villagers? Last time a village was on fire due to reasons that weren't related to us, you forced me to stand up and fight against lizard folk. Things can get a little complicated in the valley, man. There's nothing complicated about it, Bob. If these people are being injusted, then it is we who must just them. See, it's in this handbook's chapter on using morality as a means of determining financially viable quests. Yeah, I guess. Come on, Bob, cheer up. We're about to go running into a big fight when no doubt I will name myself and you in the process. That, that does sound like fun. Can I throw my spear too? As long as you remember not to hit my arteries when you inadvertently skewer me. It's a deal! Thornwick and also Bob Incorporated, charge! Alright, throw those people into wagon A and those into wagon B. Wait a second. That gravelly, almost Bob-like voice... It reminds me of someone. Lord Egregious? Someone say my name? It's Lord Egregious. Oh, thank goodness, Bob. An actual hero is here. That saves us precious, precious quarts of blood. Who are you two? I'm Thornwick, and this here is Bob. We're going to skip the part where you can barely remember us, since this is clearly going to be a new arc, but our two-man party gets a third man. How exciting. Thornwick. Do you, uh, do you notice how Egregious' armor matches the armor of the hordes of goons burning down houses and throwing weeping people into the wagon? Clearly, he's in disguise. Isn't that right, Grudge? That's my nickname for you. The Grudge. How cool is that? Despite the coolness of that nickname, your friend is right. These soldiers are my men. That can't be right. You converted to Watchers of the Way-ism and became a hero. Remember? You're going to make a monster eat a mountain or something involving a mountain? Bob, that wasn't a dream, was it? I vaguely remember a turtle somewhere. It is true. I'm a watcher. In fact, I was so good at what I did here in the valley, they promoted me to Brick Keeper. See this beautiful brick bag I keep at my side at all times? With this thin, incredibly weak strap that is clearly able to snap off at a moment's notice? It's... So beautiful. So insecure. So loose. Just the teeniest pool would free it. Anyway, what was I saying? Y you were saying how you have a perfectly good reason for burning down this village? Oh, right. Yeah, so these are called outer villages. They pop up from time to time. People who don't follow our beliefs usually show up and start corrupting the hell out of our youth. So, we politely asked him to leave by burning everything to the ground. Oh, and throwing them all in jail until they repent. Oh, damn it. Bob, this is what you meant when you said it was complicated? Yeah, there's a reason hotels in this area are so cheap. Far be it for me, someone who's still trying to figure this all out, to question your wisdom, great, mighty, lord, keeper of the Brick Regius. But, um, what's the wagon full of children for? Oh yeah, we have child prisons too. You can never start too young to imprison a child for having different beliefs from you. This seems awfully heavy-handed. Hey, 
I'm just doing what I'm told. Anyway, you two jerks looking to join my unit? I just need to see your official Watcher of the Way membership card. Right. Our cards. Um, Lord Egregious, do you mind looking at mine over here? With your neck facing away from your bag? Sure. Where is it? Got it! Ha <laughs> ha! It's in your face! Run, Bob! Use our mighty powers of fleeing at top speeds to- <laughs> You two really thought you could just bag and grab? Your armor had, like, points on the knuckles or something. <laughs> My ribs are so sore. It's like he sharpened his knuckles just to make it hurt more. Silent, but extremely present guards. Throw these men in the wagon so they may learn the mercies of Elyon through, like, a lot of torture. Bob? Bob, wake up! Ugh, it's rare for my hangovers to affect my ribcage like that. Wait a second! I'm not blitzed in the ditch! I'm in a wagon! I know! We're kidnapped! Why do you sound so excited? Because we weren't summarily executed! Look at this section in Vince's adventure book. Your importance is determined by how quickly the big bad kills you. Chances are, if you're knocked unconscious, you're a B-plot. However, if you are both knocked out and captured upon first meeting the big bad, you are in the A-plot. I did it, Bob. I actually managed to wheedle my way into an A-plot that isn't some obtuse deconstruction on the nature of destiny and morality. This is a classic good versus evil struggle. Except, uh, you do realize the guys claiming to be good are also serving the same god you're trying to get in with, right? Like, Egregious has one of the bricks leading to the waters of rescue. You make the connection yet? Hmm. I mean, it is a pickle, but Egregious was a jerk before he claimed to change his ways. I mean, it's pretty clear he's just using this faith to justify what he does on a daily basis. I mean, how is what he does a reflection on the Calaverians as a whole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, you have no clue, do you? Bob, you said you'd support me on this journey and only mock me for things that are mockable, like my hideous striped socks. Mock socks, not religion. That was our motto going into this. Yeah, fine, right. So, you ready to throw in the towel? On the contrary, see, I have a plan. Well, they might have taken all of our weapons. They overlooked one tiny secret weapon that I keep with me at all times. Ooh, what? A radish. Radishes? Why would that help? Go get it, Bob. No, don't throw it through the cage. Ah, can't reach it. Quiet down back there. I am being quiet. Kind of all I do. It makes me sad that I don't get to talk. Not you. But also, yeah, be quiet too. You have to get the radish, Bob. It's the only way. My arms are too thick to reach through the bars. Radish rage! <laughs> I got it, Thornwick. I smashed right through the wooden cage. And now I have the radish. With it, we can escape somehow. We already have. Now run. Run before those gods beat us to death and or unconsciousness. Wait, we can't run! All those other wagons full of prisoners are going to be sent to some terrible place. We have to rescue them. I don't have enough radishes to save everyone. And without my spell book, 
I'm little more than a pale blood bag that has a lot of duct tape over previous damage. We have one thing they don't, Thornwick, and that's a reason to fight. I'm pretty sure these men all have their own reasons to fight, Bob. I mean, be at work, the paycheck, perhaps a sense of moral duty. I mean, we have a morally just reason to fight. Well, you could argue. Damn it, Thornwick, you can't just take all the wind out of my sails during a heroic moment. How is yelling clearly one-sided facts about yourself a heroic moment? If anything, it seems a little tacky and self-promoting. Well, we should have run instead of letting the guards surround us. Surrender now, or we will kill you in the name of King Lord Egregious. Or maybe, just maybe, that's what I wanted them to do. So what's your plan? Give me a second, I'm still reading about what to do when surrounded. So are you surrendering, or... Just a second, okay, um, go to section B. Well, I'm just gonna get on my knees and start begging now. Wait, here it is. Fight valiantly with your overpowered weapons that you purchased from Vince's Magical Emporium. Bob, I'm starting to think this book is little more than a thinly veiled marketing tactic to sell magical gear to children. Beat them to death! Beat them so hard they die twice! Okay, where's the deus ex machina? Come on, anytime now! Anytime! Seriously, why hasn't the real hero shown up? Where's Grax to save us? Oof! Ouch, that hurts! Oof! <laughs> How do you like the A-plot now? Beat them! Anytime now! Seriously, I'm getting tired of just waiting for something to randomly save us! I mean, how hard is it to show up on time to miraculously rescue us? Oof! Oh. Any last words? Alright, enough! Enough? Yeah, I'm done playing Whack-a-Bob! Now it's time for Bob to do the stabbing! Ha-ha! <laughs> There's the spirit, Bob! Sacrifice your life valiantly while I wriggle away! Victory. Bob, you you just grabbed that man's sword out of his hand. No one attacks me while I'm around. <laughs> How the hell is he fighting all of us at once? <laughs> Look at me! Just gonna crawl through the chaos on my stomach. Where's the spell book? Come on, it's got to be in one of those crates marked adventurer's gear. Do not lock or separate. You think metal can pierce my flesh? I learned long ago the secrets of turning my abs into steel, thanks to a six-week training regimen that I abandoned on day two and then asked for a refund because it didn't work. Terrence Bob, don't stop in the middle of a fight to take off your shirt. Shirtless Bob is a wild man. Fear him. Fear him. Okay, is it just me or is this guy kicking the crap out of all of us? Shut up. And yes, yes he is. There, my spellbook. Okay, just gotta get to the right page. Bob, hold the off while I... Why are they all unconscious? Who? The pile of 12 men stacked in front of you, all writhing and moaning in silent pain. I don't know. Bob, you just fought 12 men alone and won? I mean, maybe. Who are you? Ah, oh, man, did your spell erase your memory again? Ugh. I am too tired to take advantage of that. Okay, I'm Bob, and you are a whiny, failed wizard who has been- Bob, I know who I am. I need to know why you, the man who has broken six world records for shattering his own bones, is able to fight all those men off single-handedly. Look, you're the jerk who said to take this all seriously, so I'm taking it seriously. In incredible. Absolutely incredible. 
You're my deus ex machina. Actually, no. My severe combat skills have been clearly established all along. Oh no, Bob. I'm the kind of person who throws around trope words without actually knowing what they mean, and only for the purpose of criticizing things I don't like. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Well, come on! Let's crack these cages open, free all these people, and then rummage through all the pockets of each unconscious guard, taking as many house keys as we can get. Not only does it give us a chance to rob them later, it also inconveniences them greatly, since they can't get home easily. They'll have to break a window or something. And then the cops show up and like, do you live here? And they'll look super guilty. <laughs> And then let's go back to Valoria and forget all about this. Not so fast, Bob. Oh, come on, man. Can't we do that thing where we immediately give up and go home? Because a hero never gives up, is what it says in this book when it comes to asking Mom and Dad to pay for Vince's child combat kit. These weapons being sold to kids, they are fake, right? No, but they are very rusty, so it's safer that way. Either way, we're going back to find Egregious. Wait until he falls fast asleep, and then get the ultimate revenge. By creeping into his room, stealing the brick, and then tying his shoelaces together. Like a professional! Thanks for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring, a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Tune in next week for more magic, monsters, and hijinks.